Jasmine Young, welcome to the Shuntria Show. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much. So let's dive on in in our interview today. I'm excited to chat with you. Um, as a certified public accountant and founder of Southern Tax Preparation and Services, um, tell me, what inspired your affinity to help people become financially empowered? So it's really a, a, a funny story. I was... Um, one of three co-captains of my high school basketball team. Um, and as a captain, we were charged with uh, picking the uniforms for the team for the year. So me and the other two co-captains were sitting looking through magazines and I just got so fed up with, I was like, oh my goodness, y'all, whatever you, whatever y'all pick, just let me know and I'll just, I'll just pay for it. And the comment I got back was, well, everybody's not fed with a silver spoon like you, Jasmine. And it, it really irritated me. Like, it, I was upset because I'm like, I'm not fed with a silver spoon. Like, my dad was a trash man. My mom was a seamstress at the local um, Vanity Fair. So I didn't feel like I was getting anything, you know, special or privileged that anybody else wasn't getting. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were working class. My mom and dad, I saw them work hard. Um, they held each other accountable for the finances of the home um they explained to my brother and i about you know why we couldn't get certain things or if we had to wait to get certain things and then whatever they didn't know as it relates to finances they reached out to people they educated themselves so i knew that to my peers it appeared that i was getting something privileged mm -hmm. but i realized that they were in a place of poverty and they weren't even getting the basics that i was getting so when I realized that the negative connotation of, oh, you're fed with a silver spoon was really, hey, you have access to resources and education that we don't have. That's what sparked me to say, hey, I'm gonna be an accountant and I'm gonna be the resource for people to get just the, the bare minimum, the basics to become financially literate because the people in my community, they just weren't getting it. Oh, I love that so much. Such, yeah. a, such a passionate story. And, and I love your affinity for helping people. And that's just, man, that's amazing. So you launched Financial Literacy University, 100% online financial platform. Tell me about the program and its offerings. So Financial Literacy University really goes back to, you know, the negative connotation of being filled with the silver spoon and not having access to the resources and the education to become financially literate. So I started Financial Literacy University um, as a 100% online platform, like you stated, for people to enroll in courses and, and educate themselves as they go on the different facets of financial literacy so that they can become financially literate. So there are classes for both individuals and entrepreneurs. If you're an entrepreneur, you can enroll um, to the university as well. But the classes cover um, budgeting, credit, taxes, um, health insurance, life insurance, retirement planning, estate planning. It basically gives you the basics of each financial literacy, uh, financial uh, literacy facet so that you can test yourself to see, okay, what is it that I'm not doing that I can do to become financially literate or what am I doing? What can I do better? Um, and then for the entrepreneurs, it teaches you how to 
uh, start a business from start to finish legally? How do you pick your business structure? How do you manage your finances? Um, what should I be looking for as a business owner? It teaches you everything to use your money to work for you um, and become financially literate. So you can enroll as a student. Um, there's three different tiers of um, student tuition. You have uh, the general students where um, you can enroll and you get access to all of the courses. You get a month, uh, a month consultation with me. Um, it's included in your tuition. Um, and then if you are a premier student, you get the same thing that general students get, but you also get um, our financial literacy wellness planner that actually guides you on each facet of financial literacy. There's a questionnaire each month that you have to answer that will tell you which facets you need to work on and which ones you have um, accomplished. And then we have the entrepreneur uh, student tuition that includes everything that the premier and general students get, but it also includes the entrepreneur's planner that actually helps you start set, start setting up your business legally from your EIN number to your business structure to your business bank account. And then it helps you to track your income and expenses if you're unable to afford an accountant or a bookkeeper. It guides you on how to track those things each month so at the end of the year, you can literally take that planner and give it to your tax preparer and they can prepare your taxes based off of that planner. Wow. Wow. I am so impressed. I want that planner. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Like you have really um, created alternatives for people, no matter really where, where they are financially. Right. And I like that. I like it a lot. Um, for small business owners unable to afford an accountant to manage their finances, you know, what are a few rules of thumb for bookkeeping? And what are programs that you would advise or even some quick methods to just track? Because at the end of the year, things could get chaotic. So They, they can. <laughs> um, one, uh, one thing that I have recommended to a lot of people that can't afford a bookkeeper is keep a running spreadsheet. Um, you can create tabs for the different months and just list out what your expenses were. And uh, you can use the functions in Excel to calculate those as you go. And you can literally take that database and give it to your tax preparer at the end of the year. So you won't have to, you know, scramble trying to calculate these receipts and calculate this mileage. You literally have a, it, you basically have your own books already put together at the end of the year. Um, that, that, that's if you like the manual option. Um, if you want something more electronic, I always recommend uh, QuickBooks Self-Employed. Um, I started off with QuickBooks Self-Employed when I first started my firm. Um, and I don't just push QuickBooks because I'm a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, but I push it because it integrates with so many other uh, different softwares that people tend to use as business owners like PayPal and Square and all of that. Even uh, timekeeping um, apps like T-Sheets, it integrates with a lot of different things. So a lot of the expenses that you would find yourself trying to calculate on your own, it's pulling them in from all of these systems and making it easier for you to focus more on running the business than running your back office. So um, QuickBooks Self-Employed is a very, very good app. It even tracks mileage. Okay. You can take pictures of your receipts and it go, it uploads them in there. It's, it's really, really good. And it prints out your, your financial statements for you at any time. Of course, it only, it only gives you what you put into it. So if you don't put anything in, it is not going to magically create something <laughs> at the end of the year. So you have to be disciplined enough to, to use the app 
Um, and then two, for those that can't afford um, a full-time bookkeeper or accountant or a CPA, I always recommend just checking in with them periodically during the year to make sure that you're doing things right. Consultation fees are a lot cheaper than, you know, full-blown bookkeeping or, or uh, retainer services, if you will. So check in with those people, you know, at least, I would say at least once every quarter just to say, hey, I've been doing this this way. Can you at least just look and see if I'm doing it right or give me some pointers? That way, you know, you're still getting some professional help in between, but at the same time, if you're if cost is the issue, then you're able to minimize that cost by just going on a on a consulting basis. So those are some of the things that I would recommend to people that are um, that are looking to you know tighten up on their finances, but they really don't have the funds to hire somebody full time. That's great. One more question then: Is a separate business account required for management, even if the business isn't profitable? Yes. So that's the thing. A lot of people um, like to co-mingle their funds. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by co-mingle is, well, I'm running this business, but I only have one bank account and it's my personal account, but my business funds are coming into my personal account. The issue you run into with that is if you have a business structure such, such as an LLC or higher, S Corp, C Corp, whatever the case may be, what you're doing is called piercing the corporate veil. So those business entities actually separate you from your business. So in the event that somebody sues you, they can only sue you up to the business's worth. However, if you're co-mingling funds and they realize that you are basically piercing the corporate veil, they're going to act towards your business the exact same way you do. So if you're piercing the corporate veil, they're going to do the exact same thing and your personal assets could be liable um, in the event that your business is sued because you have been you've been commingling funds and you're piercing the corporate veil. So you definitely want to get a, a separate business account from your personal and pay yourself through transfers from that business account to your personal account to keep the to keep the, from piercing the corporate veil. So what if you're buying things, you're just starting this business, okay, for the person that just started this business and you're buying things that you need for the business, you haven't earned any money, do you, so do you recommend not even using your personal account, put the funds that you have in the business account and then make those purchases? Absolutely, absolutely. And it also makes for clean bookkeeping as well because at the end of the year, you know exactly what you spent towards the business okay. and what you made because you can literally look at your bank statements and say, okay, I spent more than I made. I ended up with a negative balance. That makes sense. Or I made more than I spent. I have a positive balance. That makes sense. It's easier for people like me, um, CPAs, bookkeepers, accountants, to go through your bank statements and create those financial statements that you need because we're not having to guess, okay, was this personal or was this for business? Mm -hmm. it, it's, right. just, it's just clean accounting. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. This is hopeful. It's hopeful for a lot of people. I can feel it. I um, hope so. <laughs> now, you already talked about the using apps to be able to track your receipts, your purchases. You gave some great tips about using an Excel spreadsheet, which I think is one of those things that you just can't ever lose sight of. Excel is like awesome. So you are all about financial solutions, which I just adore. Are you offering anything special for your clients to start the new year off in the right direction? So yes, um, it is tax season. Um, it's a hectic time of the year for people like me. And what we are doing is we are offering a $25 Amazon gift cards. If you uh, if you refer someone to us and they purchase a product or service, it doesn't have to be 
um, tax, uh, a tax service or anything like that. Whatever they purchase, we will offer you a $25 gift card uh, as a thank you appreciation for referring someone to us, someone that we can teach and spread financial literacy to. So that's a small token of our appreciation for, for those referrals. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And then before we go, what are a few tax tips that small business owners need to know for the next tax year? So I will say number one, even if you don't have a CPA or an accounting on retainer, please consult with those people during the year. A lot of people think that tax planning is um, a one time a year thing and it is not. Um, I tell people all the time, you want to treat your finances like a relationship. You don't want to visit the relationship when there's a holiday or it's time to give gifts or receive gifts. You want to nurture that relationship throughout the year so that when tax season comes, you know what to expect. It's, it's, it's like getting a proposal unexpected and you're like, well, wait, we didn't even talk about marriage. <laughs> yeah, you want, to, you want to foster that relationship throughout the year. So, um, yes, consult with a professional throughout the year. Um, another tax tip is know the basics of your financial situation. So if you're a business owner at a minimum, know what your business structure is so that that uh, professionals can advise you on what are your options as it relates to things that you can deduct on your tax return, how they're going to be deducted. A lot of people, um, I've seen a lot of people have businesses and they weren't aware of what a business structure is. And they say, oh, well, I didn't file my business taxes, but they have an LLC and they're the only member, but they file their personal taxes. And I'm like, hey, your business taxes go along with your personal taxes in that situation. So know the basics about what you should expect. I'm not saying you have to know everything, you know, that an accounting professional or a CPA would know, but at least know the basics to know what to look for. Hey, I didn't see a Schedule C on my tax return. I didn't file my taxes. Can you help me? That's, that's very helpful information to somebody like me if you're new coming to us and you're looking for advice on how to move forward with filing your business taxes um the the bank account that you mentioned if you don't have a bank account separate from your business that is a big tax tip because it helps you to um it helps you to know what your income and expenses were so when you get ready to do your taxes it's not hard or uh tedious to you know do the tax return um a lot of people don't realize more unorganized you are the more it costs you to get your tax returns done because we are a um service-based business so the time it takes for us to provide these services to you is what drives the cost the less time it takes the less money it costs you so um get organized find a way to organize yourself during the year so that when tax time comes you're less stressful because you're not, you know, struggling trying to get stuff together. So organize, organize your um your income and your expenses, whether that's through an app, whether that's through a spreadsheet. You know, organize yourself in a way to where when you do get to your tax professional, it's not only easy for you, but it's easy for them as well. Okay. Those are excellent tips for me and for my audience. I want to thank you, Jasmine Young, for being my special guest on the Shandria Show today. Absolutely. If anyone is interested in learning more about your financial platform or acquiring your accounting services, what is the best way to connect with you? So you can, of course, if you're looking to book a, a consultation, we do have free 15-minute consultations available um, at southerntaxprep.com slash services. And then, of course, you can connect with me on social media, um, Instagram and, and Twitter. You can follow me at Your Family CPA. 
And you can also follow our firm, Southern Tax Prep, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I wish you a Thank prosperous you. new year.